Welcome to the TTPOA Podcast, a podcast for SWAT officers, military, and all first responders. We'll be talking training, tactics, and leadership with the best subject matter experts around. Here are your hosts, Derek and Brandon. All right, guys, welcome to the TTPOA Podcast. It is the first day of the TTPOA competition, and today we finished the uh, sniper event, sniper spotter event. Yep. Uh, it was a long, uh, long event, uh, Brandon. Yeah. You kind of ran it with your team there, kind of behind. What yep. uh, What was the event about? Uh, it was about a sniper. About a sniper. And a spotter. Okay. And they go on their merry way. Start off with the 200. Uh, they each had their own uh, targets to shoot, steel targets. So the first session was, I think, like 200 yards. Uh, but the challenging part was the actual sniper was on this contraption that moved. It was chained to the um, ceiling. So it was a platform. And uh, it moved a lot, didn't it, if you were a sniper? Uh, so the challenging part was how are we going to work this out between this spotter and the uh, sniper. So each team chose probably a little different way to do it. Um, but you shot, I think three, um, targets and then ran up together to probably what the hundred yard line, somewhere around there, uh, at a barricade. And you had to shoot, uh, at your position once again, still, uh, move up again together and do kneeling, uh, from, Maybe that was 75, maybe that was 100, somewhere around there. Uh, three more targets, um, and then run together, and then you split off. So the spotter went to the rappel tower and shot his uh, targets, and the uh, sniper ran up. Uh, it seemed like 50 flights of stairs, but I think it was like four stories or something. And then he got up to the top, and then he had to shoot his targets. But also there was some communication, so once the spotter finished his shots – he got some type of code, had to relay it and run back over to where the uh, sniper was, relay that uh, at the very end to tell him exactly what uh, target to shoot in the last shooting portion of that. And then they had to run their asses all the way back down to the uh, start line. And there was a 12-minute cap. cap. So if you yes. couldn't finish all this in, in 12 minutes, you got a did not finish, right? Yes. And if okay. you're a sniper, your miss was a minute. If you're the spotter, your miss was 30 seconds. Well, so, so in the house, we actually had the team that yeah. won the event, and that was Lubbock SWAT. Lubbock, West so, Texas. Who was the sniper on this one? Colton. Oh, Colton. Colton. Yeah. He's so young and baby-faced, man. Look at that. How old are you, like 12? 14. 27. Damn. Lies. 27. All lies. Shit. All lies. All right, so. Yeah. We got A&M here. All right, so how many shots did you miss? Whoa. That's, that's impressive. Nice. That's impressive. Okay. So right off the bat at 200 yard line, you're on that contraption. Yes, what sir. was, what was going through your head on that? To be honest, it was pretty easy. I was expecting they wouldn't allow the observer yeah. to stop him, stabilize it <laughs> yeah, for yeah. us. I, I figured they may allow the observer to stabilize it initially once I got on, but then you'd kind of be on your own. Cause it did say in the instructions that, you couldn't stabilize it after you took your first shot. Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping that would be the case because I felt like I had a good game plan for that. I felt like I could make those shots. Yeah. So what was the size of target that you were shooting out there at the 200? It looked probably at least six inches to me. Okay. Six, and the, they, they varied in sizes just a little bit and shapes, but it was mostly like squares and circles that were about six inches. So a true six were, inches or like... I'm six inches, like kind of like tender six inches. Yeah, tender like six which, inches. which which one are we talking about here? 
<laughs> okay, so the spotter was taking shots from the prone position with an M4 at 200. What were you shooting at about six inches again? Uh, there were different targets. So I had some taller and narrow targets. I'd say they were probably eight inches tall and four inches wide, maybe. And you guys hit all those? Yes, yeah. That's awesome. Um, Good job, man. So back to Colton, the, the contraption. Now, I know you guys are you guys have a phenomenal sniper uh, unit out there in Lubbock. Do you guys train on that contraption or something similar to that or like the springs or? I've only seen things like that in, in videos of like PRS shooting yeah. or uh, some people doing it with a pistol in like USPSA, but I've, I've never been on anything like that. We don't really? have anything like that at our range. Yeah. So, when, so, okay, after the 200, we moved to where? So 150 or 120? Okay. Once, once both of us were done. Okay, 120. Forward. And yeah. what position shooting was that? They had... I believe two designated on, on yeah. for mine barricade, it was two designated positions and neither were prone. One was kind of kneeling. One was just a little, yeah. little taller. Um, his, I believe were I two spots also at uh, two spots. Also, um, they, they tried to bait you into going prone. You don't want to go prone. I don't think it's just a bait. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, it was about standing on the barricade really? with some chain. Lines. So what equipment did you guys carry? Cause I saw guys walking around like with big puffy bags, little sandbags. I mean, we, mean, we had guys with backpacks and we had guys with sticks and, and all kinds of tripods. And as the observer, I carried two bags. I carried a small one uh, for some barricade work. And then I carried a, a big bag just if I needed it. They're both <laughs> super light. So I didn't feel weighed down. Yeah. The more I could take the better. So, Okay. Colton, what was the hardest shot you had to take? Was it from the 200 or was it somewhere else? No, I felt pretty steady since he was able to stabilize me on, on the shots at 200 from the suspended platform. I'd say probably the hardest shot was one of the, I think there were three or four smaller steel at like roughly 240-ish yeah. from the rooftop. Yeah. Um, and those were only difficult because it was after running up the eight flights of stairs. So like <laughs> yeah, breathing yeah. a lot. And then <laughs> it was a my, lot of stairs. Uh, my rear bag was, wasn't quite tall enough to get the height I really needed. It, it was just enough for me to like barely get there, but it wasn't like super steady. I was, I was like kind of using my hand just as much as I was that rear bag. So those shots weren't quite as steady and I could see the gun moving with my pulse after running up those stairs. Oh yeah. So I'd say those those first couple small targets from the rooftop were my So what shots. about for you the most difficult shot? Was it the 200 prone? Um just because of the size of the target and your optic, it, I it mean It was hard to see with a red dot, so I'd have to come off the optic and and get like a, a good you, look. Did you dial it down so you could just see yeah. it floating over the I'd got it as dim as I could get it to get it as pre- precise as possible and then you know, I just made sure to get a good look, get back on the gun and and take a shot. So, Colton, did you hit the unknown distance shot? I mean, you did since you didn't miss anything. Yeah, correct. What was the dis- Did you range that, or did you just hold or it guess? Looked, or it looked roughly the same distance as the other targets um, that you were that they were all known targets. Yeah. on the left, you just kind of panned to the right, and there were a bunch of other different colored steel around a vehicle, and it looked roughly the same distance, maybe a little bit closer, but it was all within two fifty. I wasn't worried about my dope on any of those. I knew I, if I you just, just held target, center and, and just sent it or yeah, what? I, I had dialed just a little bit before. Um, I dialed up a little bit before we even started the event. Cause I knew the first shots were at 200. I didn't dial quite to 200. I kind of went between hundred and 200 since you move up closer to the target, mm-hmm. with each subsequent string of shots. And then once I got to the, 
the top of the tower or the top of the, the main building, I just looked, um, I just ranged the far targets on the left. The first few, I could tell the other one was roughly the same distance. And then I, I dialed for, uh, about what I needed for those, that first string of six shots. And then I didn't do anything different for the unknown target. Now you guys do really well, the competition, right? It was it three years ago. You guys won the entire thing. No, our team has never won the entire thing. Second, we've gotten second 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 place. I, I believe twice, twice I think. at least twice, our team yeah. has gotten second place. Twice. And in 2019, since they didn't have the competition last year, so yeah. the last competition in 2019, we got second place here in Conroe. So yeah. for all the new guys that are new to the competition that are listening, how does Lubbock, how do you guys train to be as proficient as you guys are at the competition? And how do you pick the guys that go to the comp? The way we pick the guys, has it was different this year because we did have an opening this year. Um in the past, we've actually done tryouts where they've uh, – I wasn't on the team. That was how I got on. They did an <laughs> actual tryouts where they had a day of, like, running the O course, getting your times on the O course, and they would come up with shooting events similar to the way TTPOA does them here at the SWAT comp, and they scored it similar to the way TTPOA does it, and um, the highest scoring guy that wanted to try out for the comp team got on the team. And uh, then the next highest scoring guy – trained with them leading up just in case somebody in got case. injured or couldn't make it for whatever reason they yep. could sub in. And then that person attended as a coach. Nice. Um, okay. So that was, cool. that was kind of how it was whenever I initially got on this year. Um, we basically planned on doing something similar, but we weren't going to have like a full on tryout for yeah. it. We just asked who was interested from our team and we invited them to come out anytime we did comp team training. And then the guys who showed the most interest in um, showed up, most of the trainings that we had and did well. And it, it was a pretty clear choice yeah. who, who was, who needed to go this. So how much yeah. time would they give you guys to train for this? Man, uh, we train the same as probably most people, you know, twice a month. And really most of our training comes from that. Everything we do, everybody on the team's competitive. Everybody is always trying to beat other people's times. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to shoot better than everybody else. Everyone's trying to get better PT times. Yeah. So it's always pushing you. You know, we don't have to have like specific competition training. Our team is always, mm-hmm. you know, kind of on it and kind of even even that. guys that aren't interested in competition stuff. Yeah, a lot of them can, you know, shoot shoot yeah, really right. good, and you, you just try to hang with them and. I yeah, think, I mean, I spent some time with you guys up there, and you guys are uh, the way you guys train and you guys shoot. I mean, you guys hold a standard and hold people to that standard, and uh, it's really good to see that um, it's paying off for you guys down, yeah. down at the competition. So, right now, after day one, uh, one event, we've got Lubbock PD first place uh, yep. overall time, eight minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Uh, good job, boys. Second place, Irving PD, nine minutes thirty-seven. One Third minute place, away. One minute away, man. Um, Third place, San Antonio PD, right at 10-24. Fourth place, McKinney PD. Fifth place, Garland. Sixth place, DFW Airport. Seventh place, Austin. Plano in eighth. Grand Prairie in ninth. And top 10 finishing is Waco SWAT. So, um, and right between first, second, and third, you're looking at about a minute difference between first, second, and third place. So that shows how tight the competition is probably going to be this year and how yeah. you know difficult some of the events are. Um, One thing real quick. I think it's awesome. Um, I remember when you were, I don't know if you were an alternate or you were just down observing, uh, and then you weren't on the team yet, and your dad was y'all sniper for 
several many times. Uh, outstanding sniper, and I think it's cool that y'all competed. What in 2019 y'all ran this event together? Uh, really awesome to see that, uh, especially you know having kids that are older, like you know mine are 25 and 22. Uh, and then this year you replaced your dad as the sniper and then y'all took first man i think that is awesome that's a great legacy uh people need to know that your dad's an outstanding man um i really really love your dad and what he stands for and what he's about uh so i think it's it i really like that was pretty cool that y'all won that and you were able to kind of carry the torch for y'all's team i think that's awesome man so those are kind of words i appreciate yeah. it. your dad also wanted me to tell you or ask you um who was the most, um, <laughs> who taught you to shoot? My mother. And, uh, your mother. My mother. Okay. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Mama, yeah. mama did it. Yeah. I right, also in here, uh, we have the team that traveled the furthest. Uh, yes. we have a team from Wisconsin, uh, Nina, Wisconsin, correct? Did I say that right. Yes, sir. And okay. man, they were white and they uh, no tan whatsoever. Yeah. And you're not gonna be able to, to, to understand them because of the accent, but, uh, hey. John, you want to tell us a little bit about Nina and, 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 and how you guys got to the, uh, TTPOA comp. Sure. So Nina is a city about 26,000, uh, about 30 miles south of Green Bay. Uh, Nina Police Department's got 41 sworn officers, and we have a 13-person SWAT team and another four or five negotiators at any given time. Um, we've been, my predecessor as team commander uh, got us going down to the Roundup uh, down in Florida for many years. Uh, we The PD doesn't pay for anything. We had, for many years, we wrote a grant through the state of Wisconsin, and we'd provide training for other agencies. And then they would give us money. We'd be able to go to out-of-state trainings, and then we'd come back and have to train other police officers in Wisconsin on tactics and shooting and stuff like that. So we still have some of that grant has dropped up over the last five years. So now we go strictly fundraising and personal oh, yeah. costs to be able to come to stuff Wow, like so this. you guys raised the money to travel down here. Yes, sir. Yep. And, wow, that's that's awesome. Hey, oh, hey. You betcha. Hey, you betcha. betcha. You betcha. Let's <laughs> do Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Go pack go. Go pack go. Go pack go. So yeah, you guys drove down. Yes, sir. Right. So you're staying here uh, uh, in town. How much training do you like? Do you guys get for this? I, you know, we just mix it into our you know, annual training. We do two two trainings a month or uh, all year long. Uh, we usually you know mix in a day of steel training because we don't have our own range. Um, so we have an indoor range at our local technical college, which you can't shoot steel at. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a, a gentleman that lets us come and use his farm field and stuff like that. Oh, so. Hey. We go up there and shoot some steel when we can. It's, yeah. it's about a 40-minute drive for us, so it eats a bunch, bunch right. of time. But right. um, just try to mix it up, you know, go like that. Well, good. So how does this compare against uh, the Roundup? Oh, it's, it's been great. Uh, it, you know, a little bit smaller. Um, you know, my, when I first was going to Roundup back in the early 2000s, it was like 80-some yeah. teams and stuff. It was right. kind of – it's dwindled down, but – I, I love it because it's all the blind events. You don't yeah. know what's going in. You know, you had no idea what was going in. That was when the draw to come in something like this. Because down there, we kind of was like, oh, the tower events, the same every year, pretty much. They change up with things. Or it's the preacher yeah. scramble. Or it's the officer down rescue. And it's just nice to go someplace. It's more realistic to go into the unknown and, you yeah. know, rather yeah. than something for time. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely different. Um, I know we've done also done it where you just show up. You don't have any briefing the night before. And you just show up and they tell you, hey, here's what you're doing. And you go. So yeah. they're, they're, we've, we changed it up a little bit uh, each time. So I think that's good, though. Like you said, it, it's more realistic what we do in actually day-to-day operations. So how was the heat today for your uh, two guys running the event? Was it an issue? 
Not really. Um, we've had a kind of a warm stretch, so it wasn't quite winter time yet. So the snow is not flying quite yet. For maybe next week. Um, next afterwards, week. we started getting hot during the train ups. You know, it's just like yeah. okay, this is this is yeah. warm, but yeah. uh, we've had great weather. This yeah, week. yeah. You, you guys said it's cooler than usual. It's, it's it definitely is. cooler than it's usual down here. It's not as humid. So, yeah. man, it's great that you guys came down. And uh, how'd you guys do today? Okay. Yeah, we lesson learned. <laughs> uh, some lessons learned again, like with everything, we got a, a few new people on the team, uh, and just, uh, what usually gets us is the mental errors, you yeah. know, like, Hey, you should probably shoot through the window with the big blue letters that say observer, you know, that's usually <laughs> a clue. Wow. Learn how to read is step one. <laughs> that's, yeah. That hurt, you yeah. know, <laughs> hurt the times, yeah. you know. So and, did you get a penalty for that? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he shot through like the wrong window. And yes. So it was penalties got, and misses then. So it was like yeah. a double whammy. Yeah. So what that, was the penalty? It was sure it a minute, 30 seconds? Yeah, I think it was like 30 seconds procedural and a 30 second missed shot. Yeah. And, so know. it was a 30 second per shot that he shot from the wrong. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, They'll kick you in the dick, man. Yeah, really that's horrible. That's horrible. You know, once in a while, everyone misses a shot. And that's not a big deal. But we always try to home home, uh, you know, don't make those mental errors. Right. Yeah. In a real life, that costs someone's yeah. life. No, you're right. So definitely here it's just, yeah, okay. And we're at the bottom of the list, but mm-hmm. that could be detrimental in the real life. Yeah. Hey, man, it, at the end of the day, man, we're out here enjoying each other, learning, talking, networking. Um, and that, and that's, it's sometimes hard because we're all so competitive and stuff, yeah. but I, I do like just getting to know folks and, and talking with them and, and building these relationships and coming back to the conference and, or the, or the competition and seeing guys and stuff. And that's important. So if y'all continue to come back, man, we will we'll probably drink some beer together. No, it's it's like been great. That. Every, you know, we've other teams, Conroe PD, got yeah. out here yesterday morning, let us, you know, the sniper check his rifle and, oh, good. you know, rattling around in the truck for 19 hours. Just want to make sure that was still on. And yeah, you know, some of our drivers aren't so great. So yeah, well, next, rumble strips, you know, here and there. So. <laughs> All right, next year I'm, I have I have one of y'all's shirts, so I'm going to give it to our sniper so he can go shoot and there say, hey, go. man, hey, we're from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> so this is for both of you guys. Tomorrow, right, we got three events. All right, looks like we got the Rocky Run, Hostage Rescue, and whatever the, the Jungle Run is. Shit. Right. Um, Jungle. Can you tell us everything about them? Or? I don't know anything about <laughs> them. I just know the names. I wish I knew more than what I actually did, but I wouldn't tell you shit. I don't think you need help. <laughs> I can already say, yeah, fuck that jungle yeah, run. Yeah, you, is it? Yeah, I don't. Well, anything with the word, <laughs> anything in the, see, like Rocky Run, Jungle Run. Yeah. I, I'm not really into that. So, you know what would be funny, though, if they had to draw and you were the, like the downed officer and they had to pick your ass up? <laughs> I could totally do it. I'm just like lay there. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, well, you could. Your could team would be my team would be pissed. Yeah, I do want to see. That. So, um, any final words, Lubbock? Anything? No, uh, Got talking to the mic. We always look forward to these competitions all year long. You know, uh, these are always amazing. We've we've done the international competition before. Uh, we do this every year, and it's always great. So yeah. the tra- yes. the training's awesome. Yeah, everything is awesome. So awesome. Hey, San Antonio was talking uh, some trash about y'all last night, but y'all medium shirt y'all had on when they hugged y'all. <laughs> Have so. you seen those guys? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they were up here last night. That's yeah. the king of mediums. Yeah, that is, dude. <laughs> mediums and like slick back hair and like yeah, nice yeah. hands. I'm like, yeah, so they, were, they were so pretty last night. I was like, yeah. damn, man, y'all are so pretty. Nina, so. you guys got any things to say? No, any, it's been any, great. Any final you know, words, the maybe? hospitality's been great. Everyone's been nice helping us out and translating for us and translating. <laughs> Translate, yeah. yeah. So it's been nice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, seriously, I want to thank both you guys, uh, yes. both teams for coming up. Uh, I know uh, Colton wasn't really sure about it when I asked him to come up here. He kind of yeah. gave me a look like, who are you and go the fuck away look. 
So, but I really do appreciate you guys coming up here and doing this. Uh, yeah. I thank you guys for coming up and uh, coming down. 19 hours drive, man, straight through, coming yeah. down to the competition. That's that's awesome. I hope you guys uh, do well tomorrow. Uh, hope you guys do well tomorrow as well. It, so, thank you for having us. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with uh, the winners from uh, tomorrow's events. Uh, stay yeah. safe and Don't train hard. Don't suck tomorrow. Don't suck tomorrow. Stay yeah. safe, train hard.